You're listening to Podnosis, the pulse of the healthcare industry. I'm Ayla Ellison. Major players in the healthcare industry are increasingly eyeing primary care as a key target for expansion. This is certainly true for Medicare Advantage giant Humana, which has invested heavily of late in its center segment, expanding its reach in senior-focused primary care as well as home health. Senior editor Paige Minnemeyer caught up with Centerwell president Sanjay Shetty to discuss why the insurer is placing its bets on primary care and how it plans to meet its growth ambitions. Here they are. Dr. Shetty, thank you so much for joining me today. Thanks for having me. To set the stage for what we're going to talk about, can you give us an overview of what Centerwell is and what makes a senior-focused primary care approach unique in, in kind of the broader system? Centerwell is the provider services arm of Humana. Specifically, we are focused on three primary services that were provided all with an eye towards creating a differentiated, integrated experience for seniors. It starts with primary care. Centerwell Primary Care is actually the largest senior-focused primary care organization in the country with over 260 offices across the country. And we view the primary care doctor really as the quarterback for delivering care. Patients are being treated by the physician and our focus in in seeing them in the primary care clinic is really to think about them 365 days a year. We're really focused on a value-based model where we're either at risk or on a path to risk in managing total cost of care and quality for all of our patients. And the approach is such that we're building a whole team around the patient in order to provide the best possible care and to focus on wellness. That's supplemented by two other really important parts of the Centerwell family. That includes Centerwell Pharmacy, which is a full-service mail-order pharmacy that also does specialty pharmacy, hospice pharmacy, even some retail pharmacy. But the goal there is by having that pharmacy arm, we're able to work with patients on things like medication access and medication adherence so that we can help better manage their chronic conditions, help avoid exacerbations, and really, again, control overall cost as we're trying to lead to a better experience. And the final part is Centerwell Home, formerly known as Kindred at Home, uh, which is a full-service home care agency, actually the largest in the country, uh, whose job it is is to really care for patients in, in the home setting. Uh, typically through a combination of nursing care and therapy. And we view Centerwell Home as a really important part of our Centerwell ecosystem because while they care for a lot of patients in a paragnostic way throughout the country, we think there's something really special that gets unlocked when you have a Centerwell Home near a Centerwell Primary Care in that they can collaborate on how you take care of those patients in a different way, right? So both in the context of a traditional home care episode as well as in, through other services we can provide in the home. So our goal in putting those things together as a platform for Centerwell is that we're going to cater to seniors and really have a whole person approach. We're combining those teams. We're thinking about the patient throughout the year um, and, and really focused on trying to say, what can we do differently to help them navigate what's an otherwise really fragmented and confusing healthcare system? Humana is traditionally known as a Medicare Advantage plan. Why does it make sense strategically then to move into primary care, home health, and these delivery services and Could you talk more about maybe where you see an opportunity to tackle access issues for seniors by having these services built on? 
For all of the businesses that I described, including primary care and home care, they are payer agnostic. I'll start with that by saying that we work with payer partners across the spectrum in the senior area, including the other Medicare Advantage plans and original Medicare, traditional fee-for-service Medicare, in order to provide care for seniors. So I think part of it was that we wanted to leverage Humana's longtime expertise and experience in dealing with the senior population and doing so really well with a focus on quality, with a focus on experience and say, what can we then take with that experience and build out a provider setting that would actually mirror what we've learned so well on the Humana insurance side. But it's also, I think, really interesting because we are a key value-based partner for Humana. So we're one of their partners, just like the rest of the value-based provider ecosystem that's out there. We consider ourselves a really important partner of Humana. We're able to innovate in a really special way because we are a partner of theirs in terms of how we think about data, how we think about sharing responsibility for care, how we drive forward this idea of an integrated experience, hopefully to build lessons and experiences that we can share with the broader ecosystem of Humana's other value-based provider partners, as well as our other payer partners. Again, the goal in making this investment was to leverage the experience that we have to create something that's differentiated and special as we partner with Humana, the plan, but also to learn and get better at this because this is a desperate need for the country, right? The the number of seniors continues to grow. It's not going to slow down anytime soon. They are dealing with an incredibly difficult environment that they're facing uh, as they navigate the healthcare system. And so I think it was a really interesting set of investments in order to say we can do something different and better. Building off what you just said, these the clinics under Center Well are certainly you know designed to provide primary care services and in critical health care, but there also is an element of a, a community center for the seniors that you care for there. Why was that something that was important to build into this? I'm really proud of the Center Well primary care clinics. If you walk into one, they're pretty special for all sorts of reasons. It starts because they're placed into locations that are really accessible for seniors. They're typically in retail locations near a supermarket or near other well-trod areas for the community where we place them primarily in locations that cater to folks that are maybe don't have as much access to primary care or are, are less economically advantaged. And so I think the location themselves are really special. But because of that, you want to do more than just be the primary care office that they come to once in a while. And so you want to be that sort of frequent stop for people who, hey, I'm going to stop by the grocery store, but I'm also going to pop by because they're having an event at the in the community room that happens to be next door or in the same strip mall. And so one, we love the clinics because they are accessible, but those community rooms do a whole lot more. So they, they actually allow us to put together a set of programs that deal with education, that deal with exercise, but that also help us combat social isolation and strengthen the relationships between the patient and the care team so that our team and the clinic is able to lay eyes on these patients much more frequently than in a traditional primary care office. It starts by having longer visit times, 40 minutes per visit. We then see our patients more frequently, four to six to eight times a year. So we're already by virtue of our normal primary care seeing them quite frequently. But it's by getting them all together to engage with each other that we're able to unlock even more. They're engaging with each other. They're engaging with our staff. They're talking about what else is getting in the way of them living their best lives and getting their best health care. And those programs themselves help foster those connections and, frankly, some of the education that we want to do so that they're able to fully participate in the care that we're trying to uh, deliver. 
I was recently in one of the centers and got kicked out of the activity room because they were about to do a silver sneakers exercise class. And people were lined up in the lobby ready to go um, because they wanted their exercise class because it was social before, social after. But that was amazing to see them just be active in the moment and have that opportunity to be together. We've touched a little bit on how Centerwell has also become a really huge player in home health and in those types of services. Where do you see the intersection there between the primary care that you can offer in the clinics and then services provided in the home? And maybe how do seniors respond to in-home services? We believe that the home is an incredibly important site of care, and it's one that's only growing more important as time goes on. And there are a couple of reasons for that. First, it's where the patients want to be. They want to be home. And if they had a preference, they would likely get a lot of their care in the home because it's just more convenient than all of the work that it takes with respect to transportation, access, often depending on a loved one in order to even access that visit. So being able to deliver care in the home is a hugely important thing to be able to meet patients where they want to be met. We also recognize that home care just plays an important role at sort of moments in time where the patient is most vulnerable. That includes after they've been discharged from the hospital, maybe when something in their one of their chronic conditions is flaring up and being able to engage with them in the home without having forcing that barrier of showing up in the primary care clinic means we're that much more likely to be able to temporize the situation to help them avoid going to the emergency room, going to the hospital, in some cases going back to the hospital where they just were. Being able to engage with patients in the home in that setting is particularly important because It allows us to basically give them access to care in a way that they otherwise might not be able to access. I think the other really important part for us is it allows us to look at the whole person. And that's a pretty unique place. Taking a patient sort of out of the context of the clinic, putting them back at home allows our clinicians to really understand what's going on, right? Is it a barrier in a carpet that's causing them to fall and proposing a fall risk? Is it that they don't have a chair in the shower so they don't feel safe using the bathroom? All these small things that a very small investment in activities of daily living can have a huge unlock in terms of their overall wellness. And, And that's what I love about the collaboration between our home team and our primary care team in terms of being able to really understand the whole patient, understand all of the other social determinants of health that might be getting in the way of patients getting their best care and being able to be that extra pair of hands at those moments where it really matters. And in fact, it's something that we're doubling down on. You may have heard recently that we've announced Primary Care Anywhere as an extension of the Centerwell Primary Care offering, and it's starting now in Louisiana and Georgia. But it's a really exciting program for us because it's that idea of going beyond traditional just home care nurses and therapists to say, what would it mean if you could get that primary care visit to come out to you and visit you in the home? Probably as a supplement to telehealth visits, to supplement to bricks and mortar clinic visits. But Again, our goal with Centerwell is how can we help patients navigate an incredibly complicated and fragmented system? How can we meet them where they want to be met? And primary care anywhere is that extension of, hey, we can do more in the home. This is an area where we want to push harder. And so it's an exciting new initiative that goes on top of all of the home services we're already providing. Centerwell has you know, pretty significant growth ambitions over the next couple of years now that you have these assets coming together. How do you make sure you you can meet that goal and kind of rise to that challenge? We do have ambitious uh, targets and ambitious goals um, because we we just love the model so much. We believe in what we can accomplish as a set of clinicians, a set of team members who are all really focused on delivering on that differentiated experience for our seniors. So I'd say a couple of things that, that we're really focused on. From a primary care perspective, 
we're well on track to maintaining our targets of opening 30 to 50 new centers every year through 2025. That'll keep us at the forefront of being among, if not the largest, as we are now, senior-focused primary care entities in the country. So very exciting in terms of what we're committed to. I would say a couple of things that we're really focused on in order to make sure that we can meet those targets is one, we've got to make sure that we've got a physician and clinician workforce that's able to provide this care. It's a general issue, both on the physician side as well as on the nurse side. We as a, as a group are really focused on what can we do to make this as sustainable a job as possible, right? So how can we really lean into what our cl- clinical staff wants to do, why they went into this field in the first place, allow them to focus on taking care of patients more and try to unburden them from all the other nonsense that they typically have to deal with in the day-to-day in providing care. So some examples of that would be making sure that we're able to take away more and more of their documentation burden from the from what, what is going on. How can we take away all the time they have to spend at night or early in the morning just documenting the visits that they just made? How do we take away the idea that their whole visit with a patient has to be basically them staring at a screen as opposed to actually engaging with the patient? Those are some of the things that we're doing because we know that once we're able to address those problems and we're making good headway, but we have still more work to do, we're going to create an experience for people that they're going to say, I want to go as a primary care physician. I want to be able to have 40-minute visits with patients. I want to get to know everything that's going on with them. I don't want to be thinking about getting in and out in five minutes and then having to worry about the 30 minutes of keyboard time I've got to spend after the visit. So for us, I think we have the ambitions to grow, but we also recognize that we want to meet clinicians where they want to be met with respect to the experience that they really went into this field for. So I'm excited about what we're able to do. And I think by having the clinician workforce, as well as our sort of ambitions around investment to continue to grow the footprint, we'll be able to meet the goals that we set on all the businesses, including primary care, home care, and pharmacy. And as you're planning this expansion, how are you thinking about which geographies make the most sense for CenterWell? And are there any regions that you're in now where you've really seen a lot of traction among seniors for these services? CenterWell Home Health operates in 38 states, CenterWell Pharmacy in all 50 Primary care is a little more limited by virtue of the fact that it's 260 offices. Uh, But I would say that all of our communities have really just blossomed in a way that we haven't expected Um, in terms of the interest in the model, the interest in the clinics. It's almost like patients who find us say, I can't believe I'm I'm able to access care like this. It, It almost feels like concierge care, but for seniors and specifically tailored to the needs and requirements of seniors. So I would say the geographies that we're focused on, it's, it's probably more hyper-focused on where are the underserved communities that we could be investing in, in order to provide that access? Where do we have needs where there are needs for primary care in general that we can help serve and where there's large senior populations or growing senior populations for us to target? And we're also leaning into communities that already have overlap with our center wall home and center wall pharmacy. Um, so that we can continue to lean into that very locally integrated model of what we're aspiring to at Centerwell. So definitely, I think those are some of the sort of ideas, but it'll be across the country because I think those communities exist lots of different spots. So expect to see us continuing to add density to the markets we're already in, as well as pick a few more as we go forward that sort of match that model of underserved community, large growing senior populations, a willingness for patients to engage with the value-based model and which overlap with home and pharmacy. I'd like you to take your out your crystal ball a little bit and look into the future from your perspective. And what do you think and maybe what do you hope CenterWell looks like in the next five years or the next 10 years? 
Yeah, I would say for us, I really want CenterWell to have a brand that's recognizable um, by patients across the country because we're offering something that is different, um, something that they wouldn't get from most other providers out there in the ecosystem. I'm really hoping that part of the challenges that we're trying to solve are really understanding what is that patient's journey as they decide to join us at CenterWell? What are they going through? Because we can't manage everything right within the context of, of a primary care and home care and pharmacy but we do have an incredible ability to influence the rest of that journey. Uh, and so how do we understand what they're going through? How can we continue to address those points of friction and, and enable them, their caregivers and other members of their family to navigate the system better? And so my aspiration is one, that it's something that people know about. It's something that people who experience it continue to give us these amazing reviews in terms of the experience that they're having, that they stick with us, that we're able to deliver on not just the experience, but ultimately prove out, which we're starting to do, the better quality, the better experience, the better outcomes to really allow people to live a better life. And I'm pretty pretty bullish on the model, as you can tell, given how many folks are, are going to be growing. 80 million people will be 65 and older by the year 2040. There is going to be a market for this service. And I just want CenterWell to be five, 10 years from now, a, a brand that people know, that they trust, and that they would recommend for their own parents or grandparents. Thank you for listening to Podnosis. I'm Ayla Ellison. You can find out more about this topic in our show notes at FierceHealthcare.com. Look for podcasts. And don't forget to tune in every Wednesday morning to Podnosis, where healthcare is our beat.